Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, hello, Dan. Happy New Year. How are we doing? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Happy New Year to you. Glad to have you back. I, I, I came for a pint just before Christmas and the, the pub was all locked up. It's weird. Uh, yeah, that would have been the um, research trip I did to the French Alps to check on different uh, pub line cleaning techniques in the in France there, yeah. Okay. You just didn't mention you were going. No, I left it unlocked, though. Did you just come and help yourself? No, no, no. I, 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 I didn't know. So I, I've just been waiting out here. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't see you when I was taking the the bins out this morning. Uh, but how was your Christmas, Dan? Most importantly, it was nice. Thanks. Yeah, fairly quiet, just with the family. But a uh, nice Christmas. You? Yeah, very pleasant. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't do much. Uh, but I did do my family's now traditional Christmas pastime which is going to the pub and drinking five or six pints with Darren Huckabee. <laughs> On Christmas Day? On Christmas Day, yeah. It's, it's not a planned thing. It's just we share a local pub and he's generally there on Christmas Day. I go, that's only for a couple of hours. Two and a half hours, including drinking up time, but two hours of being able to buy drinks. Uh, last year I did six pints. This time I did five pints in the, t- in the allotted time. Um, it's just a good pace, lovely thing. A real Christmas highlight. Uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. And when, um, you know, we were at uni together in the 1990s and, and you imagined your future, was there any particular 1990s footballer that you thought you might be getting drunk with on Christmas Day as a, on a regular basis? No, not really. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What, I didn't know I'd be living in Norwich again. Uh, but I reckon, yeah, it probably would have been Darren Huckabee or maybe Brian Gunn, perhaps, if, if that had been a... If I'd known, but um, yet to meet Gunny on the streets of Norwich, so um, no no opportunities there. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a lovely little little afternoon of boozing. Of what has been a a fairly limited pub going Christmas by my standards. What about yours? Well, I did a bit either side of the big day. Oh, nice! Uh, a couple of days before, I went to. Um, well, we went as a as a family, me and my wife and my son and my mum. We went to see the Mouse Trap. Classic Agatha Christie play. Ah, I saw that um, last last year. 
Oh, lovely. It's good, isn't it? It is very good. It's great fun. Um, I, I, the last time I went, it was the 40th anniversary, so I was able to work out it was exactly 32 years ago. Ah. Uh, and we went really because Leo's, Leo's quite into Agatha Christie. And then afterwards we went, it was like Christmas, uh, like the 22nd, and we had a nice dinner in a pub, the four of us, local pub, the Half Moon, uh, and it felt very Christmassy. People there were all in a good mood. The staff were really happy and helpful. We had a really nice meal, had a couple of pints. Yeah, it was lovely. That's lovely. I did a – my, my drink, uh, Christmas drinking was limited to three days. We had a house party on the 23rd of December where I drank a moderate amount. Uh, we had a uh, drinks on Christmas Day in the pub where I drank a decent amount. Uh I had a trip to the pub, again, the local pub, where I drank no amount of alcohol and had non-alcoholic beers a few days afterwards. And then I, we had friends round for New Year's Eve where we drank all of the booze <laughs> that's ever been <laughs> created uh, on earth. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's good. What, was, what about your New Year? How was that? It was good. We Well, just just before... I had a nice trip to the pub with our mutual friends, Jim and Mike. Oh, yes. We had a lovely kind of middle between Christmas and New Year trip to the pub in Dulwich, Crown of Greyhound. It was so nice. Why? I think there was just something about the time of year. Because, you know, that time of year feels like um, you don't really know what day it is. Yeah, half the time. It was just, it's just like, well, this is just a period between now and New Christmas and New Year's Eve. And so there was sort of a weird timeless quality to it and we don't normally meet up um in that time and uh it was just a really nice the pub had a great atmosphere it wasn't packed we got a nice table we just sat there and had a lovely chat for about three or four hours and had a few pints and it just felt it was like even mike said when he got this said i really like this pub like high ceilings like i had some ales he was on the uh, gypsy hill Hepcat. It's a nice pub. It's huge, isn't it? Yeah, massive. Yeah. And there's that outdoor bit out the back, isn't it? It's lovely. Yeah, so it's even bigger, so it's nice in the summer. And it was just really relaxed and nice, and it was like a great pub trip, like a classic pub trip. Really enjoyed that. And then New Year's Eve, we we just kept it really sick. We had a very quiet one in, the three of us, and uh, we played a new uh, board game, or a board game that I got called Catan. You ever played Catan? I've played Catan, yes. Not not very much, but I enjoyed it when I have played it, yeah. Yeah, good fun. And um, me and the wife obviously had a, had a few drinks. Uh, Leo, 10-year-old, did not. But we had a nice evening playing games. We, we had a meal and we all cooked a course each. Oh. Uh, which was nice. What, you, your wife and Leo? Yeah. What did Leo cook? How old is he? He's 10. He did the starter. Uh, and he did. Uh, su- he he made sushi, vegetarian sushi. That is very fancy. Yeah, very nice indeed. So it was lovely, lovely. And then we had some fireworks in the garden, dangerously close to. We've only got a tidy garden, so it felt very dangerous having a few fireworks in the garden at the end. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. I um, as I said, uh, I did. We had friends round for dinner on New Year's, and. I enjoy cooking, but the problem is I live in a house of fussy eaters. Yes. My wife is a vegetarian who doesn't like mushrooms or aubergines, which leaves pasta. That's all there is left, pretty much, if you look at any any cookbooks. Um, so 
there's that. And my kids are not, not all necessarily fussy, but have different things that they like. So I love the opportunity to cook for someone. So I created a eight-course tasting menu for New Year's Eve Ooh. for another couple and, and us. Uh, and and paired each each course with a bottle of wine. So it's all stuff that didn't need too much. That was all done in the prep sort of things. Not too much that I had to do at the time. Um, but I did mix up. I, I did mix up all the different wines um, and and stuff like that. And the rule was we couldn't have it once a bottle of wine was finished. That's when you get the next course. So there's no you can't rush ahead. Marv, that sounds fantastic. Should I talk you through the wines? Uh, yeah, well, the other question I was going to ask was, did you have the uh, Male Tears wine that Sophie Duker had recommended? We did. We had some on Christmas Day. But to be honest, as discussed, I'd done several pints <laughs> uh, <laughs> with Darren Huckabee at lunchtime. And had you drunk the entire bottle, there would have been some Male Tears, yeah. Yeah, but then we held the rest of the bottle over to New Year's Eve. Um, I, don't, I don't know how long you're supposed to keep wine. It's got had a, a stopper in, but how long can wine be open? A white wine. Well, I'm fairly liberal with that kind of thing. Yeah, I'll smell something, and it's but if it's been a couple of weeks, I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah, but actually, I'll keep it for after a couple of weeks for cooking purposes. But yeah, I um, uh, so yeah, I we we did have male tears then, but then we saved some for this. So basically, it started off had a bottle of uh, English sparkling wine that we started at the beginning with uh, bread and various dips I'd made, including a lovely baba ganoush. Mm. Um, then we had chestnut soup with bacon crumbles. Well, no bacon crumbles, my wife, she's vegetarian. Uh, and that, that was from Nigella's Christmas book, by the way. Big up, Nigella, if you're listening. Chestnut soup? Yeah. Oh, never tried that. You all right with that? Yeah. I've got well, I've got loads of it. So if you come around at any point, you can have it. Um, and for that, we had a bottle of what we call Otto wine, which is a, a, some wine that we bought when my son was born. It's the same age. We've got six bottles. We've drunk two of them now. We have four remaining. So some nice Chateau Neuf de Pap. Um, then the next course was charred Brussels sprouts with a spicy peanut sauce. And we had that with uh, some of the male tears. Mm, delicious. Uh, we had a bottle of rosé. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like some natural wine rosé thing that I got somewhere with Italian fried mozzarella sandwiches from the Silver Spoon Italian cookbook. And to show you what a great cookbook this is, it's it's like the definitive sort of Italian cookbook, as, as I've had it described to me as. And it's got every recipe in Italian history, essentially. And to give you a clue, these fried mozzarella sandwiches were on page 1,153 <laughs> of the cookbook. <laughs> That's it. I've never heard of it. I need to get that. Yeah, and like even things like the dried pasta recipes are fabulous because you think, oh, God, how is, how is it the Italians make everything so good, even like just sort of dried pasta? It's just oil and salt. That's it. Yeah. Basically. Uh, next course was a lamb and date tangine with uh, red onion and pomegranate relish. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was um, from uh, with, with the, the orange wine, um, the other, the Fleur Goddard. Orange wine I've discussed on here before. Oh, fantastic. Uh, feminist whores, it's called. No, I can't remember what it is. Le Femme, Le Putes. Oh, I can't remember oh, what Oh, yes. Yeah. That one. And then, and then, do you know what? Because I'd got, while I was getting these wines, I'd got a sort of group, a pack of these that I bought together. And um, there was another one of, of the Fleur Goddard wines called Cancel Culture. It was a red. We had that with potato and chorizo quesadillas. Ooh. And we finished off with um, some bake quail cake with vanilla ice cream, 
uh, which I drank with sherry, some sherry, because um, in a yet to broadcast episode of the Men Underwater, we discussed sherry, and I thought I'm gonna we're gonna give it a go, and sherry surprisingly nice. Oh, I had some sherry this year. I've been getting, for, actually, for the last two or three years, some Oloroso sherry. I think that's how you pronounce it, from the Wine Society, which goes very well with uh, sticky toffee pudding or Christmas pudding or Christmas cake, actually. Oh. Anything like that. Anything sort of, it's quite a figgy sort of taste. Delicious. That is really nice. Yeah. So, yeah, like a, th- a thorough thing. And then there was also the other odd, odd thing that we had in there. Um, I drank... What I would consider to be the greatest drink I've ever had over Christmas. Wow. Like, you know how we've said in the past, Tequila Rose is the greatest shot? Well, I thought that's what you were going to say. No. there's. A, I found a better one. Another shot? Well, it's, it's another... Uh, it's, a, it's, it's from the Bailey's camp sort of thing. Do you like Bailey's as a drink? Yeah, of course, yeah. Have you ever had Five Farms Irish Cream? No. It's like... Mega Baileys. Well, look it up in my mind. Look it up in your mind. Oh my God, it's incredible. It's butterscotchy, lovely. It's, it's like Baileys, but just next level Baileys. And I love Baileys. Oh, that does look nice. Yeah. I'm going to get some and I'll bring some, I'll bring some uh, in for us to taste. So I had that. Wasn't didn't think much of it. How about taste? Yep, that's the best. That's the best drink ever. So yeah, I had, I had a bit of that. Um, we also actually, well, I was talking to them about tequila rose, which is uh, um, been discussed quite a lot here as a shot option. And Meg, the one of the people who ran for dinner, got on to Deliveroo and had a bottle delivered to us, so we could have shots of tequila rose as well. I was going to say, and it was everyone uh, enamoured with the tequila rose. Yeah, everyone liked it because it's it, there's nothing not to like. But I thought because we had they've got young kids as well, even younger than ours. They've got like a, I think their youngest is maybe four, three or four. I was going to say, and I thought we thought well we'll, we'll start in during the day. So we started like three o'clock, so that maybe they'll go home about seven or eight or something like that. Um, we we're just eating and drinking away. Kids running around. Looked up and it was five to midnight. Like wow. <laughs> Didn't, did not realise this was happening. So we got we'd actually stay up till midnight for the first time I've done that in many a year. Oh really? You've been you you're normally tucked up before that, are you? Oh in bed by ten, no problem at all. Don't don't care. Happy with that. Well that shows you're having a good time. Well, yeah, a lovely time. It was great. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We can't just look at the past here. Uh, in the moon underwater down because we are forward thinking and progressive in our thoughts and i've been thinking ahead to the pub year we've got ahead of us our first full year mm. at the helm of the moon underwater assuming we don't get sacked which because it won't be a full year but the first year we're starting here at the moon underwater um and i was thinking about pub resolutions or goals if you will anything that this year you want to do more in the field of pubs. Have you got any thoughts or things you'd like to do more pub-wise or less pub-wise? Any thoughts? Well, it's funny that you you mentioned that because I had been thinking something similar over the Christmas period. And just before Christmas, we did an episode we were talking about what was our pub of the year, what are the best pubs we've been to. And I could remember a few good ones and we had a chat about them. But I thought, well, particularly because we didn't start the the pod until midway through the year. I was trying to remember pubs I'd been to earlier in the year. And I was like, oh, I've got, I haven't got a clue. So one of my resolutions is, uh, I did this for books last year. I wanted to do, I, I had a sort of resolution or an aim, I called it an aim, to read, to read more and better books, which I did. And I, I'm happy with what I read last year. And I recorded it all in a very nerdy way, just recorded the na- just the name and author of every book. A- and uh, that was quite good. And I'm going to do the same with pubs. I'm going to record every month, every pub that I visit, but only when it's a new one. Only when it's, an, only when it's oh, a new wonderful. one. Or I might have two lists, one for how many times I go to the pub and one of how many different pubs. But it's mainly I think about how many different pubs. And I'd like to visit... I'd like to visit 50 different pubs in the year. Okay. Why don't you make it 52 and then you can do one a week? Yeah, mate, yeah, okay. Well, because I was thinking 100 and I thought that's way too many. I'll never do yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's different. Gets ones. into problem territory, though, didn't it's, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. 52 then. I'm going to try and visit 52 different pubs. And, and then each month in uh, on the notice board, we can have a little, we'll have a little um, catch up on how many I've done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's, that's that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm keen to see this. Will there be a spreadsheet or a document? Well, I was just going to do it on notes on my phone, but actually, maybe you're right. Maybe I'll do a little spreadsheet. It's even better. Yeah, I like a spreadsheet, yeah. You can maybe rate things or something if you wanted, give them a little guide. Yeah, um, little comments. Nice. Well, I don't want to steal your idea, um, and also... I can't be asked um, <laughs> to write them down. So I won't be doing that. I'm, I'm interested this year in expanding my knowledge and experience of different sort of pubs. Because I feel that having uh, David Jesse Darson on the pod talking about Desi pubs last year was one of the highlights for me um, and certainly going along to the to the Gladstone that was our pub of the year. Um, so I'm, I'm, it's got me thinking more about pubs that are outside of my normal 
life. And I'm just, I've already, you know what, I've already started investigating this. I'm reading a book at the minute called Gay Bar, Why We Went Out by Jeremy Atherton Lynn. Um, that's basically the history of gay bars um, uh, in the UK and, and in America as well, sort of thing, which is quite interesting because having been to a few gay bars, but not many, just not being gay, um, it's not something I know a huge amount about, but I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm only 40 pages in, so I can't offer any massive insights at the minute but um yeah that's 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 my aim is to try and experience a more a wider variety of pubs that's a good idea i think because i think you know because and i think anyone that's listening that's got a kind of a an unusual pub or something that's different about a pub they want to tell us about that would be great because i think just put there's things about pubs that we all love that's why we come here and talk about them but anything that's a little bit different, a different sort of pub, however it might be, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I'd love to hear that as well. Robbie at moonunderpod.com if you want to let us know about any unusual pubs around there. Um, yeah, I'm keen to just go to different pubs, a variety of pubs. And also now, because my pub drinking at home is generally either at the local or in central Norwich pubs. But now that I've got a lot more into non-alcoholic beers on an occasion... It's opening up the world of country pubs that I will occasionally go to, but a lot of the time I wouldn't see the point because I'd have to drive. Whereas now I'm thinking, hmm, I want to try and visit some of Norfolk's more rural pubs. Yeah, well, I, that plays into a very similar one to me, actually, because I, I definitely, this year, I was really interested when you were talking about, towards the back end of last year, about uh, you were trying different non-alcoholic beers. I think you did it. Did you do a taste test with... I did a video on my YouTube channel, yeah, with Stevie White, yeah. That's it, with Stevie. And um, there's so many, you know, they're popping up more and more. So I, that's something I'd like to sort of expand my taste buds and try different non-alcoholic uh, beers in particular, I think, um, and keep an eye out for them in bars and stuff and not just go straight for the cast, which is what I'd normally do. And just try and cast an eye into the fridges in the background and see if there's a interesting non-alcoholic or low-alcohol beer to have every now and again. I'm keen to drink more cask as well, personally. I enjoy cask, but I think in the recent years, it's the sort of craft beer things have overtaken it in my drinking habits. But I think some good British cask beers I've really been enjoying over the last few months. and I want to get a bit more into that when I am out and about drinking. Well, I think it, they definitely come into their own in the autumn, winter months, I think, the cask ales. Yeah. I just feel like it... I mean, I'll drink them all year round, but um, particularly autumn and winter, there's something quite warming about them that I like. Yeah. The dark, yeah, the darker ones I'll tend to drink over winter, but I still do love a nice, a nice um, bright uh, cask beer in the summer as well something so yeah so that's that's something i'm gonna a nice amber ale a golden ale maybe oh yeah yeah love that any other any other aims or resolutions that you've got for is that it for your uh plans for the year those were my two major ones yeah and i think just to think a bit think a bit more about the pubs that i'm in and just um uh appreciate them a bit more maybe when i'm there i like to do more traveling this year and i want to try a few more foreign pubs or different experience different local pubs in different places go to new countries i've not been for a while because i think since i've had, i used to travel to loads of different places all the time but since in since having kids i've not really 
gone many new places. It's always places I've been to before. France, Spain, that sort of place sort of thing. But I've, um, towards the end of last year, I went to Lapland in Finland for the first time. Never been there sort of thing. And I've already got, later on this month, got two two new countries I'm going to visit uh, for the purpose of making skiing videos. I'm going to go to Slovenia and Poland, neither of which I've ever been to before. So I'm keen to see what their pubs are like. Lovely. Yeah, well, report back on that. It'll be interesting to hear about them. Definitely will. Um, one more thing we should discuss at this time of year, because a lot of people may be pubbing, but aren't necessarily drinking, because it is the time many people do dry January. Dan, have you ever dry Januaryized? I think I did once. I think one year I did. I think one year, and I got. I think I made it to the 30th of January, and then something happened. I can't remember what it was. But I'd made it that far, and I just went, well, I've done it now. It's fine. I've done it. And there was just, there must have been some meetup. It was probably even with you or something. And I was like, oh, well, I, I can't, I need to have a beer now. So I didn't quite make it over the finish line, but I felt my point had been made. <laughs> right. <laughs> it sounds like maybe your point hasn't been made if you can't get to the end of the month. Yeah, maybe. If it had been a shorter month, I would have made it. If it had been February, I would have done it by two clear days. February, even in a leap year, you'd have been fine. Yeah. I've done it. Quite a bit, and not really formally as a sort of this is a dry January thing, but I've and not necessarily always in January, but I have gone, do you know what? I'm gonna have a bit of time off the booze. And like sometimes up to like four months of of it, sort of thing. And and not for any particular reason, other than thought, do you know what I can have a break. I'm considering having a minimal first three months of alcohol this year. And I'll tell you why. Because I have signed up for the Rome Marathon on I think the 17th of March. And training hasn't been going brilliantly, if I'm honest. So I need to, something's got to give and it's probably going to be booze if I don't want to die in Rome. <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that a film, When I Die in Rome? Is that a, it feels like it's a film or a song or something. I don't know, you're our film guy. No, I don't know. Sounds, it just rang a bell when you said die in Rome. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I've, I'm going to make videos in ski resorts in Slovenia and Poland. I feel it's really unlikely that I'm going to go there and not sample the local ales. It, it seems irresponsible not to. So I'm not sure. But I do think there's a benefit of to doing it. I do think you do feel quite good for a bit. Yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think, and also it's moderation, even if it's just a moderation thing, it's not a bad idea, is it? Like if, you, if you've got in your mind the next three months, all right, you're not giving it up completely, but you are going to have the odd drink, but it will be the odd drink. You're not, you're not going to do what you did on Christmas Day and go and have five pints with a former footballer. <laughs> but I think I think that's hard to do. Because you just say, I think in in business and personal development type talk, they talk about smart goals, don't they? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. Oh. And the problem with you just saying, I'm going to not do as much, that's not a smart goal you've got there, Dan. No, you're right. You've got to you've got to specify what success is for this goal. Yes, smart drinking goals. That's what you need. Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could limit yourself to a certain amount of units per week. Yeah, that's that. Well, that's yeah, that's that's more like it. It's a smart goal. We're getting there. Yeah, but that's like saying I'm going to get fit this year. No, what what does fitness mean? That's what you need for your goals. Yes. Well, my my fitness goal for this year, because you know, I took I did the couch to five k. I run four to five k three times a week. Brilliant. Uh, and so my goal, my goal for this year, my aim for this year is just to keep that going for the whole year. Why don't you do a ten k? I might do. I might as the weather gets nicer. Yeah. I might. I might 
uh, try and up it to the 10k. Yeah, it's in the spring. I'll give it a bit of thought. Let's do. We'll do a race. We'll do a 10k race together. Like not as in against each other. I mean, just with other people. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll give it some thought. Yeah, have some thought. Have some thought around that. Yeah. Wonderful. That's well, that's exciting. good though. I like I like the smart goals thing. That's nice. I do. Though. Yeah. That's good advice. I think it is. I think it's it's good. I've got some general goals that aren't necessarily to do with pubs as well sort of thing and there those i make sure are smart goals for those sort of thing like it's around like marathon running and stuff yeah i like to have right so it's not just uh goals or resolutions like that it's something nice so like the last couple of years i've gone because i hadn't done it in the previous few years i just want to have a day at a test match this year make sure i buy the ticket and go so it's like a it's like a nice thing for yourself. That is nice. Yeah. Like because most of most of the things that you do are kind of like oh I should get fitter or I should do this or I should do that. But actually, something like oh, I've been meaning to do that. It's a thing I want to do, but I never get round to it. So I'm going to do it. So I think those those kind of aims and goals are quite nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not not all resolutions have to be unpleasant to do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Wonderful. Well, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure. But New Year. New me, and I really am going to make sure that 2024 is the year this pub has the shiniest brass in all of the realm. So if you don't mind, I'm going to crack on with that. If anyone's got anything, any resolutions they want to share with us, uh, you can email me, robbie at moonunderpod.com. If you're doing dry January, let us know how you're getting on. Are you finding it easy? Are you finding it hard? Have you already failed? Let us know on that as well. Any pub-based resolutions as well. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Wonderful. Okay, well, Dan, I'll leave you to um, your uh, training for your 10K race, and I'm going to carry on polishing the brass. Before you go, just uh, take down that pub notice board for me. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.